Guys, welcome to Mark Talk, the talk show with your boy Mark. It's what I do. I talk. I talk about things. And you know what I'm going to talk about right now? I'm going to talk about Black Panther because we are 23 days away. Just 23 days. That's, uh, how many weeks is that? How many weeks? Uh, three weeks? Three weeks and some change. So it's about three weeks if you count this coming Friday or this coming Thursday, really. Yeah, about three weeks out. Three weeks. Holy God. That's awesome. And I'm often asked, you know, what, what, what do I want to see in this movie? Well, what I want to see is an awesome Black Panther movie. But I guess, uh, I mean, there's a lot. This is a character that's been in the comics for a long, long time. And it would be really easy to say, well, I want to see this from this run of the comics that was really recent. All the stuff Black Panther was taking care of and doing during the uh, the Civil War event, you could, you, I mean, you could easily say that. But um, I don't really know if I want to see that. Or you could, you could honestly say you'd want to see the stuff that he's dealing with in uh, some of the more recent runs, like uh, the Tahanisi Coates. I believe I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, Tahanisi. His uh, his run on Black Panther was pretty pretty extraordinary. I, you know, I've, I've collected them. They're really good reads. Those are very politically based, though. So I don't know if we're ready for that. Maybe we are ready for that. Maybe we want to see in this movie a lot of the political stuff that comes with the territory of being king of this uh, nation. Not just any nation, too. This is a, a hidden nation that has remained pretty much in secret for a long, long time, with very few exceptions. This is also the most technologically advanced nation in, uh, well, in the world, as far as Marvel goes. So that's kind of a big deal. And there are con- uh, there, there are competing tribes, and you have to deal with that. There's a lot of inner works. We could possibly be getting kind of a uh, Game of Thrones-esque story bit for this movie maybe we know that uh, Killmonger which is a longtime foe of the Black Panther we know he's going to be uh, probably our main antagonist played by the awesome Michael B. Jordan you can't have a Ryan Coogler movie without Michael B. Jordan it's the good luck charm and you know what it's worked so far so if it ain't broke don't fix it am I right Killmonger is going to be coming for the throne of Wakanda we know that we also got M'Baku was another longtime foe of the Black Panther from the comics. He is probably going to be trying to, you know, make his own claim because maybe they don't feel T'Challa is worthy enough. Maybe that's, I mean, which wouldn't be out of character. You know that, uh, well, if you don't know, you, you kind of have to earn the mantle of Black Panther. Uh, you kind of have to earn the title of king. And you have to earn it by really proving your worth and how do you do that well you take on whoever challenges you in combat if necessary and i'm thinking it's going to be very necessary old t'challa is going to have his hands full a lot more than he had uh, going on in captain america's civil war which was a great introduction i love that movie i love it and one of my favorite things about it is the fact that we did finally get introduced to the black panther character I love Black Panther. I would like to see some stuff from the Christopher Priest run uh, in this movie. I'm, I'm assuming we're going to. But overall, what I want is something 
really fun, something really different. And from the looks of it, that's exactly what we're going to get. The pre-sales alone have already been breaking the box office. Just in the pre-sales. And we're three weeks out, you guys. What do you want to see in this movie? Just this really kick-ass superhero? That's what we always want from these movies, don't we? That's what I want. And I know we're going to get it. I have total faith in this. Just based on the people involved, what we've already seen from Black Panther in one movie. One movie where he wasn't even the star of it. He wasn't even the primary focus, but your attention was on him all the time. And now we're going to get him in the forefront. And that's something exciting. Black Panther, y'all. As we kind of close out the day, I think there's something else worth talking about. And that is that the Oscar nominations are now in. And as I predicted, a lot of those nominations are kind of, well, I don't know what the word is. I don't know what word I'm looking for. But, you know, it just seem, seems a bit biased against a certain genre. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. However, there was one nomination that really caught my eye and really got me thinking, oh my god, this is a step forward. And I'm talking about Best Adapted Screenplay nomination for the movie Logan. Now, if you saw Logan, I think we can all unanimously agree by far, hands down, the best Wolverine movie. You can even make the argument that it's the best movie that even features Wolverine in the movie. And that includes all the X-Men stuff. Because uh, I got news for everybody. Every single movie, every single X-Men movie has Wolverine in it. Even if he's just in there for one line, one scene, whatever. They... You know, Fox, they don't know how to make an X-Men movie without Wolverine. They almost did it with X-Men First Class. They were so close, and they still couldn't do it. Because, oh, lo and behold, we got a, a Wolverine cameo. But Logan was extraordinary. I mean, it just absolutely extraordinary. You felt so... You know, you just... All the emotions you may f feel about Hugh Jackman playing this character, everything, it was all in there. It was all in this movie. Everything you wanted from a Wolverine movie, it took them long enough, but you got it. We got the Berserker Wolverine. We got the foul mouth Wolverine. We got everything we needed out of Logan. And you know, I got to admit, when this movie was even announced, I was worried. Rightfully so, because the first two X-Men movies, we were burned. We were burned bad by that first one. We were burned, uh, not quite so bad, but, you know, burned bad with even that second one. And you know what they say, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. Well, no, fool me once, shame on, eh, you know what I'm saying. Three strikes and you're out. That was the uh, the mindset. However, with Logan, which was their third attempt, they nailed it. 
not only did they nail the character of Wolverine, they brought in Laura. They brought in X-23. And who would have even predicted that could work? But my God, Daphne Keene is so good in that movie. She makes her debut in that movie with a bang, with a freaking monstrous slash, if you will. And let's not diminish at all the amazing performance of Patrick Stewart. His uh, his swan song, if you will, on his take on Professor Charles Xavier. The man who, you know, we all we all knew. We all knew he was our Professor X. The moment he rolled onto uh, the screen, we knew it. And he has been, with the exception of McAvoy coming in as the younger version. But even then, they still brought back Patrick Stewart. And I cannot believe he got snubbed for a supporting actor nomination. That, you know, But that's, that's not what I'm talking about here. But what I'm saying is the fact that Logan got acknowledged at all is great. Because... This is easily my favorite movie of 2017, and it's easily one of the best movies of 2017. I defy you to tell me otherwise. Take another look at that movie, and you tell me what's bad about it. There's very, very little. It is a solid story. It is uh, one of the best sequels of a story. I mean, you could call it a sequel, and it is just an absolute heartbreaker. I cry every time. I shed a tear every single time that movie ends. And, you know, just what an ending, too, right? What an ending. So I had to throw that out there. Logan gets a nomination for Best Adapted Screenplay. Will it win? Probably not. But it's cool. 